Hello everyone and welcome to the festive season, the Real Film Podcast. Ho, ho, ho. God, come on. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. You are never that like, joyous. Because it's Christmas. <laughs> goddamn Christmas, man. Goddamn oh, Christmas. Show some goddamn respect. Uh, you're disrespecting the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Uh, this is our Christmas uh, special season, and uh, I'm Rob. I'm joined by Matt and Guff. Hello. Hello. We've all picked a, a little Christmas film each, which probably are a bit sort of... Well, Matt, yours is probably... It's, it's not like Christmas Christmas, but yours is quite popular. Well, me and Guff have picked more kind of uh, alternative, alternative Christmas films, maybe, is, is the correct word. Yeah. Uh, today, we're doing my film. Uh, this is The Night Before, starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt... Uh, Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, um, three lads who are like in their thirties. Traditionally, go out Christmas Eve, get smashed. Always want to go to this big party. It's their last ever Christmas together because they're all growing up, going their separate ways, and they finally get to go to their big party. Um, I can't remember when I first saw this film. I think it's in the last like three years, two years or something. But I just love it so much. I think it's just great. I it, it went under the radar, and I can't remember how I found it. I think maybe we. Maybe we bought it in like uh, HMV or something. I think actually, I think we bought it on DVD on HMV because it was like it was like on offer, and we were in there buying Christmas presents for everyone. Because I go to Wartstones and HMV, and that's where I get the majority of my Christmas presents from. <laughs> Not this year. And I'm like, I just pick up like a bunch of DVDs and books, and be like, I can give these to somebody at some point. And I think this was like there, someone and we like, like this. We picked it up and watched it. And we're like, oh, this is really good. How is this? Not- this one is for us. This one's not going for anyone else. Yeah. We'll have this one. How is, <laughs> how is this not? I love the idea. Wait, Matt's, Matt's got the idea that like Rob's opened a, a, a DVD, watched it. Then he's like, if, if he didn't like Giving it, it he's just wrapping it back up. It's like, that's <laughs> such a shite Christmas present. So like, oh, don't, I've used it. Don't want it, though. There you go. If it's I could, borderline new. If I could get the cellophane back on, I would, to be honest. <laughs> Um, what what are you guys? You, you've seen this before, Guff, right? You've yeah, I think I saw it about a couple of years ago. I saw it on TV. I definitely didn't see it on the cinema. Um, in the cinema, so yeah, it flew under the radar for me a little bit. I remember I remember seeing it advertised and whatnot, but I think I I don't want to like discredit these. Uh, well, I mean, I don't I don't suppose I'll, I'll go out my way to watch Christmas films anyway normally, especially in the cinema. But like, I sort of saw this as maybe just another really um just i don't know like just sort of like really corny popcorn flick like like it wouldn't be too funny or anything like it's just maybe even though like i love everyone in it i don't know i got the vibe from the trailer that it was probably just a bit it's similar to like what we said about game night actually where i thought game night was going to be a lot more sort of run of the mill but it ended up being like a really good film and like really clever and really well written and funny and stuff and the same applies to this where it was um it was a film that, yeah, I just think it's really well written. It's really sweet. It's got comedy in the right places. It's it's got like, it's got that great mix of like cringe comedy that doesn't go too cringe. Cause like I can't stand films that just really push the boat on cringe. And I wasn't. I I, I know that some people love that. And I, I mean, I love horror films, so I love that sort of visceral ugh, you get when you watch something normally. But with films like that, I'm like, oh, don't don't be too cringe. I don't. I don't. I can't be asked watching it otherwise. Um, but it, it really toes the line really well of like, uh, like really emotional stuff. Like it never goes too heavy, but obviously like you touched upon the fact that 
you know, it's about the three lads, but like the reason they start doing it is like really heavy because um, I don't know if you're going to mention it, but like yeah, yeah go know, full spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's family pass away. Like they're, they're clearly lifelong friends. They meet each other in high school, and um, but like when they were about eighteen, nineteen, or whatever, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, parents both die in a in a car accident, and on like that first Christmas without them. Um, Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie are both his best mates. They they sort of decide to start a new Christmas tradition. Well, they go, they go out to cheer him up and then it starts a new Christmas tradition with them for the next 14 years. Um, and then, yeah, on, along the way, they hear of this like magical Christmas party and stuff. But like obviously, because of that, it has like sort of moments where... And it never touches too heavily on it. There's like one particular scene where it goes into it a bit more, like a flashback, but... It like toes the line really well, and like it never, it never becomes too cheesy. It never becomes too emotional. It never, yeah, no, it um, it never quite uh, it just balances everything really well. I think I, I really enjoy it. And um, Matt, you just watched this like yesterday. Yeah, I watched it yesterday for the first time. I don't really know why I've not seen it. I remember like when it came out, just being like, "That's a cool cast," like. I can't really remember ever seeing anything about it or like the trailer or anything, but being like, oh, it's a good little cast of people there. And it's kind of when Joseph Gordon-Levitt was still actually doing acting stuff, not just his online hit record, whatever that thing is that he's still doing. Um, although he was in the trailer of the Chicago 6 recently, I suppose. But yeah. apart from that, he seems to like stop doing anything, considering he used to be in loads of stuff all around. Like, what year was this? Well, he's like a CEO now, though, isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was at like around this time. He was kind of in everything. Um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't ever go and watch it because I probably would have worked at the cinema at that time as well. So I'm not sure why um, why I didn't go and watch it. But I remember probably Christmas. You were like, I don't want to stay anymore in this building. That's probably than true. I, actually, than yeah, I, have I need to, to get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really, really like enjoyed it. It's nice to have a, a kind of a, a like a Christmas film that isn't just kind of overly sentimental and uh, like has the right kind of amount of sentiment to it but at the same time it doesn't really need to be a Christmas film I know there's the kind of stuff with um, um, Michael Shannon and him kind of being like a you know a bit Best. of a and uh, when he turns up and you have no idea he's in it yeah, I, I don't so think weird. I even watched the trailer I don't know if he's in the trailers or the promo for this but I hope he wasn't because I remember when I watched it and, and it's like these three guys and then he's just in the car it's just a like, truck dealer it's amazing so, and he, he's and he so funny so well. yeah. it's really funny yeah. I think like apart from him being like oh yeah the, the whole riff on the Christmas present Christmas past kind of um, mm. all that sort of stuff like it doesn't necessarily need to be a Christmas film. Like it could be kind of like set at any time. Like oh yeah, every year we do this thing to take his mind off his, you know, the fact he's got mm. no mum and dad sort of thing. But it's just nice to have it like as a backdrop for Christmas because there's just a lot of like funny gags that kind of come out of it being Christmas. And then you have that kind of um, element of Michael Shannon's um, Bob Bob Marley. Is it? is it Bob Marley that comes to Scrooge? I can't think what he's called now. Like. Guy who comes and says you're gonna get visited by three ghosts or whatever it is, but you kind of have that element in there as well. It's, it's not. It's not, it's, it's, it's not Bob Marley. Bob Marley. No, it's, Bob Marley. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 I know it's the Marley Brothers or one of the Marley. You know, I was like, I was like weed. Made? Bob Marley. I see the connection. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I never thought of that. It's actually, one of yeah, that's probably it. I never actually. That's a really good connection. Actually, I didn't realize that. What's it he? probably is that reason. <laughs> Scrooge. What's he? That's amazing. 
never made that connection <laughs> before. I'm, I'm, I that must, I need to find out what it's called now. That must be deliberate. That's fine. Um, uh, what's it say? Like, something else while I figure this out. I say, like, yeah, I love the fact that it's like there are people like not to get too. You saying it doesn't have to be at Christmas. Like a lot of Christmas films are about people going home to their like parents. Mm. Like a lot, if they if they're based on sort of people our age, they're always like going home to their parents. Everyone's like getting together as a family, and it's really nice to see one about someone who doesn't have that immediate family like still there. Yeah, I think it's generally well, it's like the, yeah, it's the new definition of family, isn't it? Like yeah, like, exactly. chosen family sort of thing, like. Like, yeah, I just think that's a really interesting and nice take on it that Christmas isn't just for people with a full functioning family that are all together all the time and everyone's really happy. Or, you know, it's not just about people being passive-aggressive and shouting about, you know, what the potatoes are like. It's actually like, this is pretty kind of high stakes for a Christmas film. Like, mm. it, And he's he's clearly going through like genuine, genuinely a really bad time, which I just find uh, kind of really interesting. I find that... yeah. It, Christmas films generally just there to make people pe- feel really good and have just zero stakes and are just let's make everyone feel really happy and there's going to be a small falling out and it's all going to be fine and Christmas is saved at the end but this is this feels a lot more kind of real and authentic to me yeah. and, and probably a lot more representative of a lot of people's Christmases like I, yeah. like I'm the age of the people probably they're supposed to be in this like we used to go out every Christmas Eve with like Hats Friends in Litchfield pretty much but like people have kids people don't live there anymore and like it does just peter out like you just don't have those nights out for christmas eve anymore because everyone's like well you know i've got to drive up somewhere tomorrow morning all this sort of stuff it's uh it's quite nice to have something that's actually aimed at like our age group and as mm. something that we yeah. can actually relate to and not just this is a family film for everyone which you know has its place it's fine but i quite like that it's yeah something that i can actually we don't relate need to. another one do exactly like, yeah that's the thing yeah like I, th- I think yeah like I-, I i i agree with you like i think it's it's a lot more representative of like you know, I mean, I'm I'm quite a traditionalist. I'm someone who likes the same things at Christmas because they help me almost get into Christmas spirit. I suppose like it feels like Christmas because of the things I do at Christmas, and like that's like, you know, having Christmas at my house and you know going to see my friends and like we we normally do stuff on Christmas Eve and um, like go out and things like that. So it's like yeah, like I I I'm, I'm someone who quite likes traditions, but yeah, I suppose it is that thing where. I mean, I'm already seeing it now, like, with friends, like, <clears throat> well, even just, like, jobs, like, working, like, sometimes can get in the way of Christmas and stuff like that, so, yeah. um, <clears throat> I'm not choking up, I've got a sore throat, so. Yeah, mm. <coughs> It sounds like I'm getting an emotional Just cut it. that out, Robin, editing crying noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, um, I, 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 I feel the same way, I think it's, like, really representative of, like, just, like, yeah, our generation, because it's, like, it's, like, other things, like, you know, not just that people don't have parents, but that people either can't afford to go see the parents or they don't live with the parents, they live far away from the parents. Oh, particularly this year, with people probably not well, able exactly, to get anywhere. Yeah. That's a good point. Or they, yeah. they can't go out either, so... Yeah, you, you can't know. go out for a massive <laughs> yeah, suppose, piss yeah. Massive bender. Um, <laughs> nope. But yeah, no, um, I, I did like going sort of slightly tangenting back to what you were saying about, like, um, like, again, the backdrop of Christmas. I think, like, using all the Christmas motifs obviously really added it because i think there's a lot of films that sort of tackle this subject like friends and like, there's been a few films like comedies about like people growing up and things like that and like um moving on and, and sort of letting go of like stuff in the past and whatnot i mean to think of one like the world's end the world's end is it yeah the yeah. one uh, yeah the one, yeah. one yeah it's like that's a very similar sort of story in the grand scheme of things about someone not being able to let go of something and 
holding on to the youth with the friends and stuff. So like that's obviously been tackled. I think it's nice to see it in the backdrop of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not. I know you weren't saying it's you hate it because it's Christmas. But I mean, like, I think it's I think it's interesting that it is the backdrop of Christmas. But I I noticed the second time watching it how many more like Christmas films they obviously adapted like yeah, obviously yeah. we've got christmas carol and like i can't remember that i, I should have listed them but i remember noticing a few motifs from others but i even noticed at like the very end <laughs> it's like it, i think it's the last one and it's like, it's not needed but i almost i like to think that maybe they're like oh what christmas films can we throw in because they mentioned like diad and the grinch and things like that with that um character who robs the weed yeah yeah he's <laughs> also great um but I, like they just throw in a home alone reference because <laughs> like there's yeah. the bit where seth rogan's wife goes into labor and he just turns to the camera and puts his like his hands on his cheek in shock like <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's what kevin does and it's like <laughs> oh, i mean i suppose she does throw the micro machine yeah she mentioned sticky bandits but i do quite like <laughs> that they just threw in all these different christmas films into one um and, but they're not like on the nose. I mean, obviously the, the Christmas Carol one is obviously part of the story. But again, the the fact that it's through weed is quite. Yeah, it's like it is this funny. is the the weed of Christmas past. It's it's very like very on brand for Seth Rogen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was kind of like, yeah. when are the drugs going to show up? And then his wife literally gives him that big box of drugs, and I was like, ah, oh, yes. It's almost yeah, like a, it's drugs. almost like a very self-aware joke, that isn't it? It's like, oh yeah, all my is, films, yeah. I am a druggie. Here's all my drugs in a box. This yeah. is going to be a plot point. Yeah, and I think like the the just goes horribly wrong for him as well. And it's it's, 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 it's like, like oh, whole so like the, the whole bit of like him in the church just being I was, like, I've literally written down church scene is like it. one of my favorite. Yeah, it's, it's like the bit where he's just like Jesus like Christ. looking at the baby, like stop looking at me. And he's like hissing. She's like stop hissing at the baby. And the baby goes fuck. Yeah, and then he's like, like "We didn't do that. We didn't do that." Yeah, he's like, "Who is that guy?" Like, and she's like, "Jesus." And he's like, "Jesus Christ." And then, <laughs> yeah, but I, lo- I love him. I love as well at the end where, like, the guy, the the football player, they call the Messiah, is like oh, pierced yeah. on the tree, and he just goes, "It's happened again." Yeah. <laughs> it's um, so good. Just to pop back to Scrooge for a moment, it's a uh, Jacob Marley. But I was getting, oh, I was mixing it up with Bob Cratchit, so I was, I, that's where Bob Marley came from. So. And Bob Marley. And, and Bob Marley, yeah. <laughs> did you also forget who Bob Marley was for a moment? Yeah, I, yeah I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of thought you were making, like, I thought, like, Michael Shannon made a Bob Marley reference. Me and Gopher both looking like, does he mean Bob Marley? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it didn't even, didn't even twig with me. Oh. I was just like. But again, it's not far from, it's not far from. No, we stumbled on something. Subject. Um, I was going to bring up like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's relationship with his girlfriend, who like he kind of mm. broke up with. I think it's a really nice like depiction of a reasonable adult relationship, yeah. which is not like dramatized in any way. It feels, again, I say this quite a lot. It feels authentic. Like they've broken up before the film because he doesn't want to commit, which you know obviously yeah. his parents died. He's probably still hung up on that. Um, and then obviously there's a great bit where he sort of proposes to her uh, <laughs> That's via Miley Cyrus, and it's such because Miley Cyrus is the one that exits yeah, yeah, it's, it's so good. Really She's like, I'm really drunk, <laughs> just like walks yeah. up and does it. <laughs> yeah, when she gets says like, uh, "What do I call you, Miley?" And he's like, uh, "No, Hannah's fine." Yeah, <laughs> like no, no, he keeps, he, it's like he keeps calling her uh, Miley Cyrus, and Miley she's Cyrus. like, oh, yeah. "Stop calling me Miley Cyrus." You're like, what should I call you? And he's like, "Hannah," and he's like, "What?" No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. It's such yeah, a she's been. I just love like the the grand gesture. Like in any other film, she'd say yeah. yes, and they'd all be really happy. And you think that's kind of what happened? It's like, no, of course I'm not. Good. We've been broken up for like how long? This is yeah. fucking stupid. 
but uh, i tell you what i really i really rate the way they handled it as well because like again it's it's the, yeah it could be really corny really cheesy and you say yes and it's it really it would have lost something from the film obviously because it's that's not what the tone of that film is but yes yeah, so many films do that where it just makes no sense for them to say yes but then also it would say no and then it's like really dramatic yeah that's what I but, like that, yeah. the fact the fact that like she just was like yeah and it's like the amount of times like we've probably seen viral videos of people proposing in grand gestures and someone's like been like yes and then probably gone home and being like maybe not actually because like that was I weird hate you don't even fucking like disney princesses yeah. you prick don't don't want to be here it's my dream when i was 15 you're not spoken to me for 10 years like, why on earth would i want a fucking stormtrooper to propose to me you clown <laughs> you liked the i hate star wars um uh, <laughs> a depiction of my future no um <laughs> no but that's a uh, that's what i mean it's like I, I like how she's not like someone who's a vicious character and like you know they've not made her the villain and they've not she's like i'm not gonna try and embarrass you and like you put pressure on me it's like it feels like a more realistic way of approaching it while some films would go one way or the other and yeah. it's like she's like of course i'm not gonna fucking marry you <laughs> together for two three months yeah. like I, really I like, think she's great in this, yeah. Yeah, she's really good. I really like the way that their relationship is very mutual. Like, he's not chasing her. She's also interested in him. Because guess what? Women are also interested in men. And, like, there's this weird thing in, like, media where it's always men have to pursue women and wear them down to go out with them. It's mm. a really, like... I think it's a really genuinely quite damaging thing to tell young men that women don't aren't in, interested in relationships and you have to, like, earn something from them. For them. You have to, like, mm. pester them until yeah. they're ready to go out with you, which is, you know, it's harassment. And I really like that this shows, like, it kind of shows it in quite a healthy way that they're obviously interested in each other. It's just not worked out. And she's not, yeah, it's just not worked out. She's not pretending she she doesn't like him or anything like that. I I quite think it's quite a healthy look at it. Yeah, also, on on the back of that, like, in films like this where maybe, like, there's, like, a down-and-out loser type who who doesn't earn the respect of the, the girl, it's usually... Maybe commitment isn't the thing sometimes. Maybe it's because they are just maybe like not getting a job or things like that like his job's brought up a few times in this like the fact that he's like a struggling musician and he's not really putting himself out there and things like that his concept and... album that he's conceptualizing um but yeah like uh oh big's the other film as well because obviously the keyboard bit i just yeah. remembered it it just popped to my head um uh but no yeah so it's like they usually have it where like the woman moves on like immediately and like it has been on maybe a few months and like and that's also fine but like it's normally for someone like super successful and it it can often i've like noticed it where it often seems like either the woman's like become really vapid like they've depicted a a, a female character as like she only wants someone who like has money and got the shit together and it's like but also it makes them seem like well did you ever really like the person if you've moved on like so quickly and things like that and that seems to be the plot around that and it's but in this, like you say, it's about she's like I still liked you. It's just you had your own shit that was getting in our relationship. Yeah. Like uh, that's and that's a lot more realistic a depiction because that's why relationships often break up is someone has maybe like yeah. uh, an issue they can't resolve with themselves. Like yeah. I think it's a much yeah, it's very rare, rare that people break up in a massive screaming kind of argument, especially like long term mm. stuff. They generally just mm. kind of get to a point where it's like, oh yeah, like you're not willing to compromise on that, and I'm not willing to compromise on that. So. Probably well, it's just Peter in yeah, exactly, it? yeah, yeah, like, and that's what obviously this film's about is that he's sort of so stuck in the past. I suppose it's like everything sort of just moves on without him, and I think it's. But again, yeah, it's not in like a big screaming, explosive way. It's just in a really, like you said, it just sort of peters out, Rob, and it's like, 
it, that, that's that's life that's what happens so I think it's yeah. a lot yeah I really like the way they did that so it's also like I, I think it's quite nice that they don't like a lot of times they get in media people are valued on like what job they do it's like how mm. why are you not putting value on who the person is and what their values are rather than just saying you're you've not got a job right now so you're just worthless and you're not worth anything I quite like that it's not like that either yeah like the only people who seem to judge him in this like because like Anthony Mackie doesn't judge him for obviously that he judges him more on the fact that he's like you haven't you know he's it's almost like that thing of you know he's he not is happy. a good friend he's judging because yeah, he's not happy yeah, in his shitty yeah, job it's like, that's why yeah it's like you you are working jobs you don't like and you're not putting yourself out there in the thing that you love and it's getting you nowhere you've you're letting yourself be stuck in the past it's because he's not trying isn't it girl. like if he was yeah. trying i think and yeah. still had a job that he didn't like he'd probably be a lot more forgiving of him whereas yeah absolutely because and it, but it's like Ray effort. Park. Is it? Oh no, Randall Park. Sorry, where it's like um, oh, yes. Ray Park. Ray Park. Very different. But like, um, yeah, like uh, Randall Park, where it's like he's obviously a bit of an asshole in this, um, where he's like the boss at the very beginning. But it's like all the people that sort of judge him for his job again are assholes. Like it's those two Santas. But I also, yeah. sorry, that's a joke I also do really love when he's like fucking Jacks, and he's like, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I teach third grade. I'm shaping them. I'm shaping America's youth, bitch. I do love that bit with um, is it Jason Manzukas? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jason Manzukas. Yeah. I don't know who the other guy is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a great bit. I just love that. It's just a great like turnaround, just being like. <laughs> But I love, like, you know, when, like, at first, yeah, like, you go, like, oh, I suppose they are a bit douchey, but, like, they are obviously just pissing about in a, like, in a Santa suit, and they're just, like, pissing in an alleyway because they're on a bender. Yeah. And then, like, when he's, like, walking away, and they're just, like, I'm a, I'm a fucking surgeon, and I'm a, I'm a teacher. Yeah. Like, it, like, you do sort of go, like, oh, yeah, he's really taken an awful lot out of context, and he's clearly very... Exactly. And, but I do love why that guy's just, like, this feels like it's on something else. It's like, it's about this! <laughs> yeah, obviously not, like, um, like pissed up, but I've seen my dad, like, wee behind a wall before, and he's, like, a re- respected member of society. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you, you kind of think, oh, yeah, they're a kind of person. You go, well, you think about it actually in real life. You go, like... Well, yeah, I'd probably go for a wee behind a wall, like if I was really desperate, <laughs> like, and I'm not a <laughs> like degenerate or anything. So I like it that it is this well, kind of thing. Yeah. And like Joseph Gordon Levitt just completely in, in, um, instigates that whole confrontation. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you kind of think, oh, they're a bit like jockey and douchey, aren't they? And it's like, well, no, actually, he kind of went up there and just kind of like <laughs> started this whole thing with them. And yeah, they probably had a few beers, and so it was. Because one of the people like, just leave him, just leave him. He's like, no, he pro- he sucker punched me, man, and then that's like decks him. That's what I mean. It's it's like you actually walk away from it, going, I don't think they're dicks. No. <laughs> I think I think John John's got to love it's the dick because he's yeah. like just these random guys just attacked him on their night out. Like I was thinking, like, I mean, yeah, I I've been on nights out in fancy dress before, and I'm like I've 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 pissed on a wall in the yeah. past when I've needed to. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like it is that thing where it's like, but again. Because they were like bad mouthing Christmas, and and because like, um, <laughs> because they were like pissing on like public property. I think in the past, in like previous films, you would go like, oh, these guys are a bit like scummy, like the bad mouthing and the like. The, it's like a trope in it where it's like, oh, the bad mouthing and the and the pissing on property and stuff like that. And it's like actually, it's it's not as bad as you make it out, is it really? And it's like it's definitely jumping to a conclusion. Um, I mean, it's like he says, like, just poo in the suit, doesn't it? It's like that. It's like he's over here. It's like, let's do a deuce in the suit. It's like, oh, okay. Then. <laughs> but then I was like, I love, I love, yeah, I love how that escalates so fast. But I, I, I just before we, I don't know if it's another thing to move on to, but going back to the church bit, 
I, I fucking love all Seth Rogen's trips, man. Like when he's when he's talking to the fucking like shepherd oh, yeah, uh, yeah, outside the church. Yeah, yeah. What's he calling? What's his he's name? Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer and he's and he's and he's like he's got a family. They're interracial, and he's like, can I pet your dogs? Yeah. And they're both the sheep. And and he's like, oh my god, your dog's talking, and, he, and he's like, all dogs talk. Yes, I love it. It's so funny. My favorite bit of that is when he finds his wife. And oh, then, God. like, she's like, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah. She, I love how, like, their relationship as well just feels really authentic yeah. to me. She's just like, yeah. just fuck, fuck. But the bit where, like, her family then meet him and he's still holding the staff and she's like, put it down. And he just puts it down the stairs and it just, like, falls yeah. down. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. It's just so funny. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, I, I really like her character as well because, do you know when he does the video? Like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That video is so funny. So for anyone who... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, cunt. I'm going to put you in a fucking basket. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like... So basically, like, for anyone who's... Again, might be listening to this and has no idea what it is. But yeah, Seth Rogen's expecting... Um, his wife is expecting a baby very soon. And, uh, like, he's <coughs> been, like, the one who's so normal. Um, and she's been the one stressing out, but he's like, this is where he's like tripping absolute balls in a bathroom after doing like coke and shrooms. <laughs> and he's like, that his wife gives him, which is funny. Um, but like, yeah, he, he starts to lose it and like he, he records a video of him for his future self just being like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck this baby, yeah. you're not ready to be a dad, this baby's gonna ruin your life. <laughs> like, it's, and it's just this, it's obviously this breakdown, but I do love when like, I thought when I first saw that, it's like, oh, he's going to have accidentally FaceTimed his wife. It's going to cause this whole thing with his wife. That's going to be another element. And it's going to be like, you know, because you see a lot of films do that where it's like uh, just this borderline unnecessary conflict mm. in a film. And it's like, because the conflict is about, you know, well, it's all about their friendship. So it should stay that way. Um, but it's like sometimes films just try and throw other shit in uh, that distract from the main story. But. I was like really like oh it's gonna be to his wife it's gonna accidentally sent it to her or something but like the fact that it ends up just being that he's really embarrassed about this video but then she's like really fine yeah, with yeah. it like she's like that's really funny that's like you just called our baby a cunt yeah <laughs> like, it's like that's really funny yeah, yeah I, just, I just like the fact that like as you kind of said there like it's not a it's it's not a point of drama within the mm. within the thing like in other things it would be like oh my god my husband is about to be the you know the father of my child is going around the city off drug on drugs like maybe i need to rethink who i'm with like she 100 percent knows who he, who he is and she loves him for mm. it and, and like i mean obviously she's the one that gives him all the drugs so she couldn't like <laughs> say anything about him being drugged up but like it's just nice that it's never a, a, a like an argument even when he like vomits in the church and runs off like it's not a thing of her going <laughs> yeah. i don't know if you i don't know i gave you those drugs but like you were totally irresponsible and you embarrassed me it's yeah. just kind of like a that was a pretty funny thing, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, she's probably like, I mean, yeah, it's, my fault. It's pretty, yeah, like, it's pretty good, pretty good banter. But I think again, that's like a, a lot more realistic because, like, I know especially in America, especially with like weed and stuff, because a lot, like, a few states have obviously legalized it. I know, like, especially with like drug taking recreationally, it's obviously like for a lot of people, is not as big a deal. And obviously, films have in the past been used as like vehicles to sort of sway the youth and people away from stuff like that but then i think there is like a whole gener generation of people who've just been like we've done drugs like we, we have like it's it's fine we don't necessarily do it like we're still functioning adults we still have jobs yeah. doesn't mean we're like going to work high or things like that and like and i mean seth rogan is an absolute he's a fucking hollywood star film star and he 
he's probably high as fuck every yeah. single day. So probably, there you go. Like you see people like that all the time in like media and people do well who've done stuff like that. So I think it's like that where it's like, it's almost like breaking a stigma a little bit, which I quite, I like, cause I think not necessarily because I'm like, you know, I, I've never, I've got to say, I've never done class A's. Uh, I don't know the experience. However, um, after this, it really puts you off, doesn't it? To be fair, actually, I'm like, I'm, I mean, I oh yeah, it definitely puts you off. It anything yeah. close to what it's actually doing. it's actually the best of both worlds because it's like it normalizes it, but also goes, yeah, don't fucking do it. Like it's like it's normal if you have, but don't yeah. <laughs> like do not do it because you will your wife will turn into a dragon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just again like this film really balances like realism really well. Considering some of the mad shit it puts in, considering Michael like, Shannon grows like, wings at the end yeah, and flies off, yes. yeah, it, just, it, it is quite. <laughs> it balances quite it pretty well. Um, oh, there was something else I wanted to say about uh, about like the wife, I think, like the relationship. But oh, um, I just wanted to talk about James Franco. I was, I've read just James Franco <laughs> on my. Uh, is he playing himself? <laughs> I assume, right? He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do love that though. Because like, I love, I love his inner monologue when he's like seeing is, the right? pictures. <laughs> I think he wishes it's his. Like after the description they give it, they're like, "I mean, that's fucking." But like, I, I, I love how he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like internalizing it. Like he's just messaging. <laughs> I love it so much. Where he's just like, uh, when he's having the the talk with um, is her name Sarah? Uh, I forget her real name. Uh, Mindy, really. is it Mindy something. Yeah, like um, when they're talking, she's like, "Do you think I could?" Think I can't it? And he's like, I mean, yeah, I, I think I think you could. I think if you really buckled yeah. down and gave it a go, <laughs> like it's like well, I love that whole thing. And then like that little bromance they have, and the bit where she's like, I think I think, I think you might be gay. And he's like, I'm not gay tonight. And she's like, Okay, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing with it. But again, it's like that whole sort of. It is very Seth Rogen. It's like, yeah, where's James Franco? Where is James? Yeah. Oh, here he where's is. James here he is. Where's he gonna Where's he gonna pop up? And him and Seth Rogen yeah, are gonna have sex. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny, man. But I love that bit where he's like, um, are you gay? And he's like, no. He's like, he's like are you curious? Isn't everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, so I like that because he's like, isn't, but he's just par- like, because he's so high. It's just like, yeah, I suppose deep down, yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> like, yeah. like, bit was like, like, I want to touch the guys at camp. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why did I tell him that? You didn't have to say that. Uh, uh, it is. It, it's got some brilliant jokes. Like, it's, it's, it's a really, really good film, I think. Really good Christmas comedy, this. Yeah, I, I, we've spoken quite a lot about um, Seth Rogen and Justin Gordon Levitt's characters, but like Anthony Mackie's character has like a really good story in this as well. Like he's mm. obviously such an arsehole at the start; he's found fame, yeah. um, and he's just <laughs> yeah a bit of a prick generally. Um, but like he goes on a really good arc as well. Like obviously he's using steroids to cheat, and they're all obviously they can see right through it because they're his best mates, and they're like, "Yeah, you're 33, and you've just had the season of your lifetime. Like that never yeah, happens. Yeah. You should be on the way down right now." And like they're the bit where they're both talking about it, I think quite early on they're both like yeah come on we know what's happened here and then like the bit where obviously it comes out um, and I just love the way he just kind of is like yeah I'm going to come clean about it I'm not getting this park I look there's a bit where his mum as well he's getting a park named after him and his mum's making a big deal and he's like oh it's full of crackheads and his yeah, mum's yeah. like no 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 it's going to be a great community park and then like at the end where he's obviously come out as, as using steroids and stuff um, he's like, I guess we're gonna have to give the car the part the part back, and she's like, ah, it's full of crackheads. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I love that. His mum's so but, good. Yeah, but again, like, I think that's the thing where I, I also really appreciate that because, like, I know not to like do a weird commentary on sports and stuff, but there is like an awful lot of like doping and like, especially like based on like certain things that have come out over a few years. Like, there's so many athletes who actually do do that, 
And like, again, I think it's one of those things where traditionally media people have been like, it's the fucking worst thing in the world that you're like taking steroids. And it's still cheating, yeah. But it, like the bit where he's like, everyone's on steroids. But it is supposed, but, but then it still affects that character because he's like, I wanted to do it honestly and I haven't done it honestly. So it's like, it's, it's, it's still a more real view of like drug use in sports than just being like, because like when you see it in like sports like films or things like that it's like i can't believe you're doing this no one does this it's like it's probably a lot more common in the industry than anyone chooses to admit like it's 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 probably like not a, it's probably the worst kept secret in in sports yeah. for for a lot of things like um but like especially like you hear about it in bodybuilding where a lot of bodybuilders are like everyone's doing it like that's it there's a video that like um i think it's probably a like uni lad or one of these shite uh, websites <laughs> on Facebook. They put like this guy was being bullied as a teenager, and then he spent two years, and he's like in incredible shape and stuff. And like this is how he did it. And the videos like how what he eats and his workouts and stuff. And then all the comments are just on his YouTube channel because steroids aren't illegal necessarily. Mm. Everyone's just been like, yeah, in his YouTube videos, he just openly admits to doing steroids, like he does steroids. Yeah. And everyone, everyone underneath were like, yeah, it's steroids. He said he uses steroids. <laughs> like, why are we pretending yeah. you can get in this shape just by? eating well, well and exercising it. it's you know it's incredibly hard um yeah it's and that's what i mean it's like this it's like this like veil people put over it when like everyone in the industry often knows that it's being used but again i, I like that thing where it's like we don't condone it and like the character feels shame for it mm. and like he doesn't like doing that but we're also not going to pretend that no one else <laughs> is doing it like i kind of rate that a little bit like yeah. again it's 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 only a subtle thing but it's 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 there but yeah like about anthony mackie though it's like he's such he is like such a dick in this and it is a shame because it's like obviously like i know like joseph gordon levitt's going through his own shit but it is that thing where it's like you have agreed this is his last night and you're making it all about your ego and impressing yeah. you like your friends and stuff like that and it's but obviously it's nice that he has the turnaround and and sort of realizes that he's, you know, he's, he loves his mates more than he loves his ego and stuff like that. But again, like, I didn't think of it until you really said it. But I suppose he's sort of com- um, competing with his age a little bit, mm, like, yeah. but in his own way. Because like, obviously, they've said like, you know, you know, they say on the train, on the subways, like, you know, most people your age are retiring from sports. Like, you're, you've had the best game of your life, the best season of your life, and it's like, he's probably like, you know, and he says like, these guys have never spoke to me before, so he's obviously competing with almost like the high school shit and like it parallels to what they were saying when he was like oh well you were a jock why did you hang around with us back in high school and he's like oh well he never really explicitly says it but he's like i never would have got that school you know gone through school without you so it probably yeah. shows that he was never really the jock type but he was into sports again which is a really better rounded view of things like i think we yeah. touched upon it a little bit in like cabin in the woods surprisingly where it's like you can like sport and also be smart and like yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah. not an asshole I was like, I which was... a lot of films don't do <laughs> yeah i was in like pretty much every sports team at school <clears throat> And just like the people, and you're a and nerd. Exactly, and I have a PhD, so you know. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was like, I didn't want to hang out with a lot of the people who plays football. Because oh yeah, I, I was the same. I just, yeah. Like, I didn't really like them. <laughs> so. Well, that's it. It's like, but that's 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 the only depiction they get. But like, I suppose that's like the nice thing in in this film. Again, it's like every character feels really three dimensional. Like even just through little bits of dialogue here and there, like it, it doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that bit when they're playing N64, when they're trying to keep quiet. I love that bit like, so much. It's just... Yeah, it's so nice. So and it's, it, it's it's a really great bit of exposition that doesn't feel like uh, exposition. Like, it, it, it gives a bit of backstory. And it's clearly the most sort of exposition-y bit of the film. But it doesn't... But it does just feel like mates in a room reminiscing. Like, it does just feel like a load of friends talking about 
you know how they met and you know reminiscing about the past and especially friends who probably don't see each other that much anymore like you probably would talk more about how you met and stuff like i think yeah i think it's really sweet and like again like with anthony mackie especially when he's like you know that little that tiny little line of him just being like i wouldn't have got through it without yours you don't really need it and uh sorry you don't really need like a whole explanation like that is a just amount in, like just good enough to sort of explain who he is maybe a little yeah. bit and but yeah like he really is clinging on to the past but in a way different to obviously joseph gordon levitt i think it's really interesting like because and I don't know if you could say the same about Seth Rogen because he seems like more... Well, I suppose he's afraid of the future like in terms of, you know, scared to be a dad and scared to almost be a grown-up and stuff like that. So, But it's interesting because they're all dealing with it just in their own way, but obviously the focus is on Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But I like how they, they add that in still. It's not just these two friends going like, your life's shit and yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, we need to pull you out of it. It's like they have their... And like, I mean, they say it at the end when they're on the park bench, it's like... You, it's hard to be a friend when you're older because everyone's got their own shit going on yeah. and it's like and it's true but i suppose that thing as well is like yeah they kind of go in like oh we need to end this tradition because we've got our own lives going on and they, they're kind of treating him like he's the one holding everything back but then mm-hmm. it is just kind of like by the end everyone's kind of like yeah do you know what we've all got like stuff going on stuff's going to change but it doesn't mean that the change is going to be bad it's just going to have to be different now but not necessarily in a bad way, sort of thing. Yeah, well, you see the end, nice. don't you? The, yeah, yeah. They've sort of made their own tradition of. <laughs> yeah. They're all together on Christmas still, and she's just mm. just different Christmas. Singing Run DMC to the baby, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, yeah I, I think we said. I, 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 this is genuinely like my. I think it's my favourite Christmas film. It's probably not the best Christmas film that I've watched, but I just. There's something about mm. it that I just really, really love. Yeah, I really um, enjoyed it. Yeah, same. And I watch it, it, it every year. Yeah, it makes, I think I'm, I'm going to make it a bit of a, funnily enough, a bit of a tradition, try and watch every year, because it, it does feel like, or every other year, like it feels like, um, again, yeah, because I, I, I like going out for a drink with some friends on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's like an, a lot of people do it this year, uh, in the, like this generation, like I think a lot of people do it, and it's like, it feels, rather than like... I was going to say, not many people I, are doing it this year. So. <laughs> well, not many people do it this year, but um, yeah, it feels feels really honest. Next year's going to be I, fucking I really, huge. Yeah. Oh, man. Vaccines <laughs> everywhere. It's going to have vac- vaccine fountain yeah. in the back instead of a champagne fountain. <laughs> Everyone under the vaccine fountain like, yeah. Yeah, in- inject it into my veins. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you want it. Yeah. <laughs> People doing like shisha pipes in bars and stuff. And it's like, what is it? Oxygen, yeah. <laughs> um, that'll do, won't it? Um, <coughs> so yeah, that was the night before. We'll be back with a couple more episodes of some more Christmas films. Yeah. Uh, we're everywhere on social media, we're on Twitch, for our YouTube site. We'll put it all in the chat below. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.